0: Welcome to the Midlife Career Rebel, the podcast created for high-achieving professional women to gain the clarity, confidence, and courage they need to go after and get the life and career they want. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Parker Walsh, lawyer, social scientist, brand strategist, executive coach, entrepreneur, and Midlife Career Rebel. Each week, you'll learn strategies to manage your mind, navigate the challenges of midlife, and take control of your career so you can thrive doing the work you love. So if you're ready to tear up that rule book and create your own, you're in the right place. And I can't wait to show you how. Hey, Rebels, Happy Thanksgiving and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about gratitude. Now, one of our listeners actually requested this episode and it was such perfect timing, considering today is a day of gratitude. It's a day of Thanksgiving. And whether you're tuning in before you start preparing dinner or heading out to family and friends or after, I want you to know I'm grateful that you're here. The truth is gratitude isn't a common habit, particularly in our consumption-driven society where we too often have a scarcity mindset focusing on what we don't have rather than an abundance mindset focusing on all that we do have. And even when we do focus on what we have, we often don't do it with appreciation and gratitude, right? We do it by either judging or complaining, downplaying or diminishing what we have because either it's old or outdated or maybe we don't love it so much anymore. It's not bright, shiny and new like it once was. So we don't have the same level of appreciation and gratitude even when we do look at the things that we have. But cultivating gratitude can be challenging, particularly when our brains are wired to pay more attention to the negatives than the positives. I mean, hurricanes and heartbreaks tend to create more profound and lasting impressions than rainbows and family vacations. But here's a great way to test where you are. If I were to ask you to make a list of 10 things you wanted, what would be on your list? Now, I bet not one thing on your list would include something you already have. And you're probably like, of course not, Carol. Why would I want something that I already have? And that's precisely my point. You should not only want what you already have, but enjoy it, use it, and be grateful for it. We don't want what we already have because we don't have an attitude of gratitude. Like I said, we look at the things that we have with either skepticism or judgment or complaining We tend to come from a place of scarcity in our society, focusing on what we're missing or don't have instead of a place of abundance, excitement and gratitude for all the things that we already possess. It's like watching kids on Christmas morning opening up their presents for the first time. Their joy and excitement for that one gift last about as long as it takes for them to open up the next one. Now, when you learn to desire and want the things you already have, you feel rich and fulfilled. You come to the table knowing you already have pretty much everything that you want or need. The same is true when you're thinking about what you want in your career. If you don't practice gratitude for all you've accomplished and done in your career, for everything you bring to the table, then you can often overlook some important and valuable achievements that can make you feel empowered, worthy, and capable. In order to advance in your career, you have to appreciate what you've done. This will also help prevent you from compartmentalizing who you are and what you do, right? We do that so often we have our career identity and our personal identity. We think of ourselves one way in this environment and another way in that environment but you're not just brilliant at work, but just okay at home, or brilliant and fantastic at everything you do at home and just okay at work. When you see yourself holistically and see that all of who you are is amazing and fantastic, Then you begin to see that in all settings and situations that you have something to offer and something to bring to the table. I mean, think about it. How would you show up in meetings, in an interview, uh, at a conference or networking events if you were filled with gratitude and abundance for all that you do, all that you have to offer, all that you know you have and have accomplished in the world When you have a daily practice of gratitude and appreciation for who you are and what you have, then it's absolutely possible. When you lean into an abundance way of thinking, you think of how much more you have to offer. It's it's such an expansive opportunity than a limiting one. When we think of scarcity or live in scarcity, we focus on what we're missing or where we failed or fallen short or what others have that we don't have or what's not possible, what's limiting us, what's not available to us. And the energy of scarcity only breeds desperation, envy, low self-esteem, and even more scarcity. So we're constantly coming at a place thinking, well, I don't have enough, so I can't do this. Or I I don't have what it takes, so I can't be there. Or I don't have enough or enough education or background to speak up at this meeting or to be in the presence of this particular opportunity or person. When we come from a place of scarcity, we limit ourselves so dramatically dramatically. But when we are grateful and we see so much of what we bring to the table, then everything can become possible. So on this day of thanks, I want to share a few gratitude practices that I engage in and often recommend to my clients. Try them out. Try one, try all of them. I'm only gonna list four and see if it really changes the way you think about what you offer, and what you bring to the table. If it starts to give you a sense of gratitude and a way to think abundantly about what you already have and what you bring to the table. The first is to make a hundredths list. Make a list of 100 accomplishments, achievements, successes, and the things that have impressed you about you. I love this. And this is one of the first things I usually have my clients work through. You can go back as far as you want to and include whatever you want to, whatever makes you happy, whatever that you feel really proud of. Now, since our brain, as I mentioned, tends to focus on the negative, you may have a hard time pulling this list together. Many of my clients who aren't used to celebrating and acknowledging their wins usually do, but stick with it. You can add to the list daily until you reach 100. And listen, if you can easily reach 100, then go for 200. In the end, it will not only do wonders for your self-esteem, But you'll see just how powerful and epically amazing you really are the second thing is to resist comparison now one way to do this is by taking a break from social media magazines reality shows and tv in general my doctoral research explored how women develop their identities in the face of and in the antithesis of the surrounding societal messages bombarding us on a daily basis. It's even worse at midlife because the message that we usually get is, hey, you've had your turn, now move to the side and let the next generation take center stage. Moreover, the patriarchal misogynistic ideas of beauty and image, what they've done to us, they have done a number on our psyche. Studies have shown that when women look in the mirror each morning, that we can instantly find about 22 things that we hate about ourselves. And this comes from comparing ourselves to some mythical external standard of beauty that doesn't even exist. And how do I know that? Well, think about it. Our societal norms of beauty have repeatedly changed over the last 20 years, and they constantly change. Comparison breeds envy, and envy is an obstacle to gratitude. And when you compare one thing to the other, you naturally have to demean one while you uplift the other. So resist comparison and be grateful for everything about you. Counteract it by looking in the mirror every morning and naming five things you love about yourself. Stop yourself in the tracks of saying anything or thinking negatively, but start thinking positively about what's in front of you. Start claiming it, naming it, and celebrating it it will shift your, your mindset around comparing yourself to other people because you'll begin to start celebrating and loving everything about yourself. The third is to write daily. Now, nothing will allow you to know yourself more than reading back your own thoughts. Writing cultivates self-awareness, which is critical and, and a predictive skill in career success. Now, this deep level of self-awareness will also improve your decision-making process and skills because you'll become more aware of what's going on in your brain. Writing daily also helps to calm your mind and it clarifies your thinking in a powerful way. You don't have to go out and buy a special journal to write daily. I personally use a spiral notebook and it works perfectly for me. Now, The Artist's Way is a great book out there that a lot of people use to kind of jumpstart their practice of creative or daily writing. It's by Julie Cameron, and it's a very popular book that people like Tim Ferriss, the author of The 4-Hour Workweek, and even Elizabeth Gilbert, author of Eat, Pray, Love, have used and claim that has helped them tremendously in their own writing. She said su- she suggests doing morning pages each day to renovate and revive the soul. And writing daily is such an expansive exercise, truly dumping everything out of your brain, getting all your thoughts on paper and being able to read those and see that reflected back to you is such an expansive exercise. It gives you greater ideas and it frees up your mind to be more creative and thoughtful. And as I mentioned before, it gives you tremendous amount of self awareness. It widened my capacity for gratitude for so many things in my life when I was able to engage in this exercise. So I highly recommend every day taking a moment to jot things down. Now in the artist way, Julia suggests you write three pages every morning in her morning pages. I don't often get to three pages, but I have been pretty good about filling out a page every morning and it has been cathartic and so freeing and allows me to start my day with a clear head and with a grateful heart. Now the fourth thing is to do something kind for someone else. Now that can include donating your time or money to a charity or organization you believe in. You can write a review for a business that you really love and appreciate. You can send a text or email to someone to let them know you're grateful and thankful for them. You can donate the hundreds of clothes that you are not wearing to a domestic violence shelter or an organization like Dress for Success like they have out here, or even pay for the order of the person behind you in the Starbucks line, right? That happens a lot. That's actually a lot of fun. When that happens to me, I get a little kick out of that. When you help assist or uplift others, it puts your challenges and struggles in perspective and provides a deep sense of gratitude and appreciation for all that you have and all that you are. When you give to others, it is such a feeling and gratifying feeling for yourself. And it makes you see what you have and what you bring to the table. It's a great practice of gratitude. So that's it for me today. It's Thanksgiving and I want you to enjoy your day and enjoy your time with your family. Have a blessed, safe and joyous day. And I want you to know I'm grateful for you. Until next time, have an amazingly rebellious week. If you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, then you've got to come check out the Career Rebel Academy. It's where you'll get the individual help and support you need, applying the concepts and strategies you're learning here, and so much more. You'll be joined by a community of other rebels just like you, and I'll be there as your guide every step of the way. If you're genuinely looking to change the course of your life and career, I promise you, this is the place you'll want to be. Just go to www.kirilparkerwalsh.com forward slash career dash rebel dash academy. I can't wait to see you there.